Hi, I'm John McCain, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. Rack it, because we're sure going to be talking about the power rack in shows coming up, and I think you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy the training that you get and probably achieve the best strength gains of your life and just get into this as your own form of physical culture. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. If you can believe it, today is the 16th of November, 2019. Now, before we get right into the nuts and bolts of everything, I said this last night on Stevie Shanks. He was my guest last night. I'm looking for a writer named Christian Temple. He used to write for Hard Gainer magazine which was out of Cyprus, John McKean, many of the other names you know, wrote for them for years. I did have correspondence with him a couple times. This was in the 90s. Um, And uh, very nice guy, John McKean, had a lot of correspondence, phone and all that with him. Anybody that knows him who listens to this show, or if you listen, Christian, I want you to come on the show. I loved all the stuff with the big heavy singles and the limited work. We talk about that here all the time. Um, You know, we're gearing in so many directions now, and especially with our year-long teaching course of the Power Rack with John. Very interesting stuff. And I'm going to bring this gentleman momentarily. We've got Martin Janzix in with us. And, you know, once again, another guy, very original, very strong, very humble, And uh, this guy likes to educate, and he likes to talk. And this is what I said. He's another spoke in the big wheel here at M&M. We hope next next year we'll get him on as much as we can because he is busy. I am busy. But we would love to have him on at least, if not every month, every other month. Because people like Martin and Christian and John and John Bruton and so many people, Charlie, all these people, just bring so much to the table. And what I like more than anything about all these people, they live what they talk about. There's not a lot of shows out there that are living what they talk about. If you want to be authentic and you want people to believe in you and do business with you, you damn well better know what you're talking about. And you better be able to teach people and you better physically be able to show them too. So this is why. So we're going to bring Martin in shortly, but I want to just go through everything. So Christian Temple, Come on in. We're looking for you. We're going to keep saying it until somebody who knows you gets a hold of you, and you get a hold of me and get a hold of me, Eric Fiorello, at Facebook. And leave your number. I will call you, and we will get something set up because you would be a perfect fit for 2020. All right. On that note, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? 
That's how we talk around here. We don't go any other way. And when you say just those three phrases alone and repeat them over and over, write them down over and over, you start changing and rewiring your subconscious mind. This is how you get ahead. Martin and I were talking about the younger kids a little while ago offline. This is the stuff, and it doesn't matter what age you are when you start speaking like this to yourself, but especially with a lot of things kids are facing right now, and if they don't have a good family structure, I'm not saying that we can replace your mother and father, but I'm telling you, we've got the people here that sure as hell can help you out big time, and I know anyone on this show would be more than happy to help you out. That's the type of men and women we have here. That's all we're going to have here. Because if you're not like that, you're not welcome on here. That's the way we do things here. So remember, I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Next, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, Inc. That's our latest uh, product. It's only going to be one of many next year. Go out, check it out, purchase the product. Also, another way to work with us is to invest in motivation and muscle in Fiorello Barbell Company. If you go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, um, just go and look at that page. There's a $25, $50, and $100 uh, investment in both companies. It goes right to my PayPal account, and it only goes into the business. That's all it is. It's called prosperity consciousness because it, when you learn these things mentally, how things fire, you got to realize something. Giving is great, and we do so much of that here, and so many of the people that are with us do too. But you know what? You have to be compensated too because myself, Martin, everybody, we got bills to pay. We have things to do. We never shy away from help. That'll never happen here. If you couldn't pay, I'd still give you the shirt off my back if you were real. And I mean that. But other than that, it's nice to have some money coming in here. It helps me out because I'm having to work outside, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? When you love what you do, it's going to happen anyways, and I'm going to do it no matter what. It doesn't matter to me. You, you get to that point in your life where you realize this is your calling and no one or nothing or anything or whatever out there is not going to stop me. So that's what you got to think about in life all the time. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at the shows Martin and I have done to date. This show should be up Monday, um, and we'll get him back here as soon as we can do that. Also, too, sign up for a free newsletter at motivationmuscle.com. Um, it goes right to my MailChimp account, and you know how M&M and FBC are with data. We just load it. It will go right to your inbox. Also, too, um, another way to invest in both companies is through advertising. That's on MotivationMuscle.com. The rates are very, very generous, and what we want to do is work with you and us for the next 30 years. And if you know anything about me, you'll get everything you can. Believe me. And that's the idea of working with one another. Help one another grow. Grow, grow, grow. Also, go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. And on that note, I'm going to give you some information on Martin. Let me bring that up. Number one, he's a stone lifter, strong man, power lifter, Scottish Championships competitor. And he is, I want to make sure I got right. Ah, uh, the historic stone lifting. That's what we are. That's the page he has, I believe. I want to make sure when he comes in to make sure I said the right thing. And that's the whole piece with him because, you know, if you've seen him out there, you've seen the magnificent things he's done. 
Um, and that just doesn't happen by accident. That's hard work, will, belief. It's big stuff. So, Martin, it's always an honor. Welcome back, sir. It's been way too long. Thanks for coming in. Hello, Eric. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've uh, we spoke live on air. Yep. And uh, it's, really, it's always an honor to be back talking to you. Thank uh, you. Also, a good conversation with you because we're always, we're always on the same page. So, yeah. we're two of a kind. Um, give out any websites and uh, then we're going to do a catch up with you and see what's been going on with you. For You've been not probably on here for close to a year. So, we'll get into that. And then we're going to get into, um, well, we're going to get into his book that's coming, that he's getting ready. And then we're going to talk about old strength, which is right up our alleys, believe me. So take it away, brother. Okay. Um, well, uh, if you want to check out the Facebook page, uh, I'm actually – it's still up, uh, but I'm actually uh, put on new photographs and rehashing the whole thing to make it uh, up to date, uh, a little bit more modern on uh, – a little bit more presentable to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, it's called Historic Stone Lifting. Uh, and people can get in touch with me f- through there or my own personal Facebook page, Martin Johnson's, or my Instagram page, uh, Martin Johnson's The Stone Man. Uh, and yes, I've got one book out, uh, uh, Stone Lifting, An Ancient Test of Strength Revived. Yep, It's all about the history of the stones in Scotland and Iceland. It's about lifting technique and about the adventure you can have uh, through training and visiting these stones and lifting them and seeing the great scenery. You can see um, the whole adventure. Yeah. And my new book coming out uh, next year, Strength, a life-changing adventure. That is purely all about motivation. Well, I've been interviewing... Go ahead. Well, what I want to ask you, you were talking motivation now. I, I like you said that because obviously, you know, that's the name of the show, one of the pieces. Yes. I saw an interesting thing. And Dr. Wong fired back off at this guy pretty good, and I, I couldn't um, agree with him more. This gentleman said, um, motivation's a bunch of bullshit. You can't get anywhere of motivation. And I'm saying to myself, Where's he, this guy coming from? I mean, you and I both know, okay, we, we get a plan, we write it up or however we're going to do it. We got to start putting the pieces together. Maybe we got to go talk to you about the stones, whatever we're going to do. We got to seek somebody out that's got experience. But if I come to Martin Janzix and I sound like I'm on my chin when I'm talking to him, Martin's going to be saying to me, okay, well, maybe I'll give this guy a little pep talk here. We'll kind of see what's going on. And I couldn't believe when I read that, that motivation does nothing. Now, the only way motivation does nothing to me is this. Um, Somebody that's not in this for what we're talking about here, you know, whether it's going to Iceland or Scotland or or wherever, Japan, all these different places that got stones, magnificent stones, or the weight room, because Martin will tell you, Martin does tons of weight room stuff. He needs to. He knows that. Now, when they say that, I just say like this. Well, if they dropped out or you think that it's a bunch of bull, okay, but you know what? You were never committed because if I met Martin and we were going to go out and lift stones and lift some weights together and that, you don't think I'd be motivated as hell to impress him? And I don't really give a shit about all that. 
but he's a peer to me. He's somebody that I look up to, somebody I respect. Do you think I'm going to walk in there with Martin Janzix and say, I don't know, Martin, uh, you know, and you, I, I would hope you'd hit me right in the head with a 45-pound plate. But go ahead, take it away. Comment on any of that. Well, if you're not motivated, you're lazy. Mm-hmm. And if you're lazy, your life's not going anywhere. Nope. And if you've got a family, you've got a wife, you've got kids, a girlfriend, whatever, if you're lazy, you're not motivated, then their life's going nowhere as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're not motivated, do something that you enjoy. Get motivated. Motivation, motivation is life. It's what drives us. It makes us better people. It makes us better family men, better, better uh, husbands, better uh, fathers. I mean, it wasn't for motivation. And me and I, I found motivation in lifting the stones. Yeah. Um, then I would not have had any of the journey that I've had over the last like seven years. Yeah. It has been. It has been the amount of people I've met. Okay, and I've spoke to yourself several times. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not if it wasn't for motivation in the first place, I would just start my ass doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. And I would be, I would feel like life's passing by. I'm doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so motivation is what gives you everything. I That's agree. what life is. Motivation. Well, in the new book, let, let's. I don't know how much you can give out. I'm just going to ask you a few questions with it. You can comment, mm-hmm. yes or no, whether you want to give the information out or not. I got it. When we're talking strength, a life-changing adventure, strength comes in many packages and many sizes. Define for me how you see strength. What, what does strength mean to Martin Janzix? Tell me what, what, what's on your mind when we get to that. Well, strength has got two meanings for me. Strength is in... Body strength to yep. start with, uh, you know, build, uh, you set yourself a goal, uh, say you want to lift a Hoosville stone, yeah. 186 kilos, um, but you're just, can you maybe just start out lifting stones or you've never done it before uh, or you're maybe even just maybe 30, 40 kilos away from doing that, lifting that big stone, then strength is doing repetitions after repetition and getting stronger and getting stronger. Yep. But you've got to have a goal and motivation to get do that in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then the second motivation is, well, it's probably the most important one. It's the motivation. It's the strength um, in your mind. Yep. You've got to be strong-willed. You've got to have the motivation. You've got to be strong in your mind. You've got to tell yourself. Because every training day, especially with stones, they're really, really tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not an easy thing to go and pick up... Uh, 155 kilogram stone or something like that. Exactly. Um, so especially what we're speaking off air about training, you need to train. If it's raining, snowing, you've not trained for a while, you have to go and train. If you want to get better, yep. if you've got a goal, you have to train. Yep. You're not going to get, reach a goal without training. So you've got to have the strength in your mind to push yourself to get out, the, out the door and go and lift, whether it be a cold day, raining, snowing, you know, yeah. whether you've got... You've come home tired from work, but you know you need, you need to train, you need to lift. Yeah. If you don't lift, you don't get stronger. But you have to have the mind strength to push you out, out the back door to go and lift, you know, to well, go and pick up a stone day after day. Well, let me ask you this, because I've, I've asked a lot of the guys that have been on here. Is there something different with us than most people? It, or is it something – I always say what we like to do, it's something genetic. Um, 
I think everybody inherently has it in them. But let me pose this question to you, Martin. What do you think wakes up that gene or that big beast inside, as you know, uh, Rocky would call it? What is it, do you think? I mean, I, I know with my brother Jimmy, that's obviously woke the beast up in me at 11 years old. But what is it, do you think, that so- – all right, let me ask you. What woke you to become physical, physical culturist, you know, et cetera, et cetera? Was there an event in your life? Was it just something you liked, somebody you watched? What was it that got Martin going? Well, when I was uh... – when I was a kid, when I was born, I was I had uh, six weeks old. I had like meningitis. Yeah, uh, I almost died from that. The my mum and dad were phoned to come to the hospital, and the hospital said they phoned the priest, and yep. uh, I was going to die that night. So they've got to uh, go and come in and say goodbye. But of course, I pulled through. Yeah, but through that, I was on medication until I was like six, seven years old. Okay, and that, that medication kind of made me a little bit slow. At school because I was always drowsy mm-hmm. because the medication made you made you like sleepy. Yeah. So through that, usual kind of was kind of bullied at school and stuff from yeah. a young age. Yeah. Uh, because I wasn't like at a higher level with my learning. Yeah. But then once I get into high school and then especially when I left high school, I started giving myself an education. I went to college. Um, I got an HNC in electronics. I got one in being a draftsman. I built did my building apprenticeship. Um, but I think it's all it's that word again, motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Motivation for me to I want to be better. Yep. You know, um I wanted to be a better man for myself. Yeah. And then of course when I had a kid, I want to be better for my kid. Yep. And then but then when I started working in building sites, I was getting really strong. Yep. So then I had the motivation to work hard. Um and to work harder than anyone else. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, people were not – some people on the building sites were not working that hard, and I wanted to get a job done so I can get on the next job, so I worked even harder. Yeah. So I had motivation to work harder and harder and harder to get a job done, to learn better. Because the more, the more I built, the more I did, the more I learnt. And, then, of course, from that, I had the motivation. Something woke up inside me and had the motivation to start lifting big yeah. big weights and big stones, and yep. it just kind of took off from there. Yeah. It's all – Everyone, I wouldn't say, before I used to believe that everyone had the motivation drive to do what we do. No way. I've been back at the gym now. Can I used to go, I've been going to the gym for years and just training on my own. Mm-hmm. A small, small gym. But now I've joined a big uh, commercial gym because my daughter wanted to start going to the gym. So I joined this gym with her. Yeah. Um, so in, in there, I've been seeing a lot of people work hard but other people go in there they're sitting in the arse they're on the phone yep. their friend comes in they start speaking um, even when they're lifting weights there's no motivation to be there they're just going there yep. I think to say that they went there yeah so I think you're born with something inside you that just needs motivated I to agree. come out yeah. you, you lift weights you lift stones power lifting boxing anything sports you're, you're really good at um, the mo- you're born with the motivation to do something. Well, you, you know, just need to find what it is. Well, you know what I think it is too. You you've been doing things for a long time. Obviously, as a young boy, you had some issues, but obviously, it was within you long before you even touched iron and stone. Because 
you never would have got to those points without a will of iron, as I say. And you and I both know, I don't think a lot of people realize this unless you're doing a lot of this stuff. And I I can look at it in two different ways because I've lived both ends of it to a point. Doing this stuff, to me, it's like the businesses. It's the love of my life. I don't know what I would do without it. I know when I take five, six days off, I'm climbing the walls. I don't know. Even as busy I am with both of the businesses, lifting physical culture is a total different thing for me. It's the way I live. It's why I'm doing what I do, et cetera, et cetera. And I've had those points where, and I want to ask you this question. I've had points where the escalation of the dreams, the fulfillment of goals, the failures, the ability to create something new out of failure and rise again. But then on the flip side, a lot of times, and I like this more than anything, but I'm saying it from times I've experienced this too. I think lifting with the stuff we like to do can be a very solitary life. I don't believe women can be solitary. I know I've gone out with too many women. I know too many women I've talked to about this. Women will tell me they like to be either with, you know, their husbands, their boyfriends, or with other women. They don't like the solitary life, and I think men are much more solitary. But I'm going to shorten it right to this. There can be times when you're lifting that it can be kind of lonely at times. And I don't know if – I'm not saying it's a loneliness about not ever having anybody around. But sometimes, and this is what has always strengthened me, that loneliness at times when, you know, maybe it would have been nice for someone to say, Hey, Eric, get in that rack and slam that thing. But there's nobody there. Well, technically, we don't know that. But there's nobody visually there. But what I've taken from that, if you want to call it that, is this. You know, you go to compete. You go to do these magnificent things. You know, you go up and speak in front of a 1,000 people. That that shakes a lot of people. It's a little lonely up there, as they say, at the top. But this is the, the biggest thing, I think. When you're out there competing, and you can attest to this, and I'm going to ask you just what I talked about, is this. They might be yelling your name, but if you're concentrating, you're not even hearing them. And all the people cheering for you don't matter, because Martin's got to go pick up the 200-kilo-pound stone. His kids might be there. His wife's there. Great. But they're not going to come out and pick it up for him. All right? So that loneliness at times that I felt, I've used when you would have to go and do something magnificent with other people. Or you're just having a day back here where it's stone day. Three or four of the guys are over. Okay, let's see who's got the uh, trophy today. But you're pushing each other, so it's a different thing. What's your feeling on that, brother? It's a kind of it's kind of strange one to really to answer. I think because I like the the loneliness of it all. I like mm-hmm. training on my own. Okay. Um, and when I'm at a gym and I know someone at the gym, I don't want to be rude to them, but I just tell them that I'm not here to speak. I'm kind of I'm here to whack. Exactly. Um, and I just focus on what I'm doing. I don't bother interacting with anyone. I just go in there for mm-hmm. about two hours, do my thing, and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm never rude to anyone. But I just tell them. I'm the, I can't speak just now. I'll speak to you tomorrow on our time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then when I go outside in Barton Garden to train, it's just me. Yep. Um, you know, I I, I kind of enjoy that, just mm-hmm. training myself and just I can really give it everything I've got. Yeah. Um, I know other guys that say to me, do you need want a training partner? Do you need want someone to push you on? Because they need that in the gym. Without yep. someone to push them on, yep. they don't do as well. Uh, they have a bad night or they wouldn't be as successful as they are with a bodybuilding or whatever they're doing weightlifting if it wasn't for people pushing them on mm-hmm. um, well me I'm the reverse I think um, training with someone would kind of I think I think I'd kind of find it as a nightmare but like a, a hindrance really yeah, um, I because I I go in with my with my training routine in my head and I write down everything as I'm doing it yep and with someone there it wouldn't be the same no, no. And, and then some nights I change my routine up because I want to train something specific because maybe I'm stuck at some point, so I train something specific even more. Yep. Some days I'll do maybe the I'm doing the shoulder press, I'll maybe do six sets, but at that time I maybe do like eight or ten sets, probably two to three reps. Yep. Because I think I need a, a little bit push more, and then the week after I'll go back to doing uh, maybe six to eight eight sets with maybe six to eight reps. Yeah. Yep. And if you're training with someone, uh, You've got to train together the, the way you both set up, like I say, set up a, a plan. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm very unorthodox in my training. Yeah. But my my type of training has always worked for me. Mm-hmm. And I like to pass that on to everyone that I possibly can. Yeah. So it's kind of, I like loneliness over the whole thing. I like, hey. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm out there alone. I mean, but, I'm, right. but it doesn't bother me. Well, I've said there's just different phases of it, and I think you nailed it because, you know, people might have a tendency to come late. I can't stand that. If you're not on time, I just soon shut the door and don't come in, okay? Because yeah, I've seen with people before, and that's yeah. what can they've turned up for. They're doing something, they're spending time with their girlfriend, they're uh, working late, they're yeah. maybe... Yeah. Pub, which is the worst excuse. I, I, I hate that excuse. You know, they're hanging out with someone and going to pubs. They're going to have a pint instead. Um, I've heard that excuse a few times in my life. Sure. And I hate it more than anything else. I'm with um, you. So, and they say to you, well, can we go tomorrow night instead? I said, well, I'm going tonight because this <laughs> is leg day or something or I'm doing something. So, no, tonight or you can train yourself now, right? Well, um, yeah. You know, so it's be- I, I find it better just to train myself. No, I agree. I agree. And with what you like to do, it's it's not one size fits all like myself. You know, you, you might suddenly come in where you're going to do this, and then you're saying, well, you know what, I feel more like this. You change it up. You got somebody else that's got the schedule. Like, what do you mean you're going to do that? So, yeah, I got it totally. Um, let's talk more about the book, and then this is all this all goes in the old strength we're talking about. Um, what in the book do you feel – Right now, at this point, when it comes out next year, what if there was? I don't know. It's very hard to pick one thing, but if there was a few things in the book that stand out to you that you feel people are really, really going to like and absorb, comment on that. Whatever you'd like to say, Martin. Well, uh, I would like to think that everyone who reads the book would get inspiration from it. Um, I mean, like I was saying before, can I? My schooling years didn't go too well for me yeah. because I was ill, Ill when I was born and stuff. But then when I left school, uh, it's just something I want to pass on to everyone. Um, 
Cause I didn't have the best grades when I left school. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to do for a job. Um, but then um, I went and gave myself an education. I went to college. That's great. Uh, in, I, I've done electronics. I do electronics as a job just now. Yep. And I, uh, I'm also a draftsman at the same time. Yep. Uh, I do electrical drawings as well. Um, um, no, I've, I've been a draftsman f- uh, for two years before that. Um, we're the same company. And now I'm doing electronics for the last three years. Um, I was doing uh, architectural drawings, um, schematics for wiring diagrams and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how your life's going at one point. You can always turn it around for a positive. I mean, I've written, I've written one book. I'm writing another two books that come out next year. Yep. I've got another three books planned for the next three to four years. Awesome. Um, but this book I'm writing just now, Strength, A Life-Changing Adventure, that's what it is. I've been, I've been interviewing people uh, like sort of, um, Odd Hogan, yep. um, Ed Cohen, Donna Moore, um, Leah for Ingalls, Christine Rhodes, wow. um, Luke Stoltman. Okay, I've had 14 interviews so far with people, um, and I've been getting their story, how they get into the sport, their chosen sport, yep. um, what motivates them, what drives them, what their goals are. Uh, so from this book, I want people to pick up and read a, read either the whole book or read about the people they want to read about and get inspiration from reading about these people from their stories and be able to set goals for, them, for themselves. Yeah. Because we, it's like uh, when I go back to stone lifting, um, I think stone lifting has changed my life around so much, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Without it, I would probably be just a slob sitting on the couch every night eating yeah. chips and watching TV. Yeah. Um, but, you know, because because of the stone lifting, especially, and the weightlifting that go along with it, I have had, I've given myself so much confidence and motivation in my life. Um, I, I can now feel I can do I can do anything. But if someone asked me to stand up and speak to 100 people in a room yeah. and give a, a talk, uh, I could go and do that. I would be really, really comfortable doing that. And that's, but, and not to interrupt, ago, go ahead. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, well, a long time ago, before I started my strength journey through stone lifting and the weights, etc., uh, I couldn't do that. I no. was too like timid, and there was no way I could even speak to five people. Uh, I was kind of down, but I've really through this and through push myself and give myself motivation, and actually push myself to do something and push myself further and further and further. Uh, I've given myself all this confidence and motivation to keep going and keep going, and I would like other people to get that from the book. Oh yeah, and be able to do that and change their own life and make a small pro, make a big issue or a problem in their life into a small problem and issue yep. Yep. they can deal with because they're happier through a strength sport. You know, uh, that's that's a, that's some good comment because um, confidence and courage are some of the biggest things you can own and practice. Obviously, desire, commitment. We know a lot of these words. Belief, though, to me, is probably one of the most important things because. You and I both know, especially the stuff we like to do, uh, obviously it's grown quite a bit in, let's say, the last 10 years. You know, it's more accepted, et cetera, et cetera. We know how stone lifting's growing. We want to do the same thing here with the power rack work because of the how essential it is. It's not something you're just going to pick up. There's a lot of different things we're doing with this. But my point is this. Physical culture 
to me. Now, I've played all kinds of sports. I was good in sports. But I've said this, and I'll keep saying this. At 10 or 11 years old, when we went over and got the wooden bench and the leaky sand weights from my cousin Willie, my dad and I went over to my aunt's house and uncle's in Connecticut. I told this, and I mean this, because I've had other people say it to me too. The day I put my hands on that leaky barbell, because to me it was the greatest thing in the world. As my father bought me a lot of things, I never followed through with him. He goes, look, we'll go over and get Willie's stuff, and you like it, we'll go from there. I said, okay, that's fair enough. I remember when I touched that bar, it was magic, man. I felt like the electricity popped right into my brain. And I've never looked back other than when I had the tear in Iceland in 2008, when I had to have things fixed, and et cetera, et cetera. Now, we're here and we're going into 2020, and, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, 40s and this, you know, you really need to slow down, you know, you got to be careful, this, that. Uh, you know, I'm like this. Look, like Martin said, do you think I'm going to sit on a couch and eat potato chips and watch stupid TV? If you think that, you don't know me very well. I'm a very restless individual. I And i got to have the iron. If I don't have the iron, stones, sandbags, whatever, they'll be putting my ass away. All right? Because I'll tell you this. I have tons of discipline, but this to me is like life's blood. And try to shut yourself down from it for any length of time. I understand injury. I had to deal with that. But I'm here to tell you, this stuff is the most special stuff you could ever do in your entire life. The problem is, ladies and gentlemen and kids, is you didn't have people like Martin, myself, Charlie, John, on and on down the list that were around 20 years ago. We might have been around, but we were splintered all over the place. Eminem's brought us all together and we got an awful lot of experience and love for what we do to share and i'm here to tell you you become part of physical culture the way we talk about it and do it you will succeed in every single thing you want to do it's not going to come easy you're going to have lots of failure lots of disappointment you're going to lose lots of friends probably going to lose a girlfriend here and there like myself Because they don't understand. They think you're selfish. Well, as I've said, and I'll say it again and again, once you get to that point, Martin said this before, you have the confidence, you have the courage, you have the belief. You're not afraid anymore. It ain't going to matter what anybody thinks at that point, ladies and gents. And at that point, you're putting out such positive vibration to the universe, people, places, and events are going to start coming into your life That's going to put you in a 360 tailspin because you won't believe how great life is going. And trust me when I tell you that because it's happening here every day. Every day of my life, something is happening. Whether it's hitting the wall or guess what? I just found somebody that's now building the ends for my new prototype bars. I went through 10 places and I hit the last one and it was jackpot. And it's not even that far from where I live. So how is that for the power of belief, for the power of inspiration? And I'll tell you one thing. Martin said it, motivation. That's one of the half names of this show. I am a highly motivated person. It's all yours, brother. Yeah, well, if you weren't motivated, then um, this goes back to how great motivation is and how much you need it in your life. Yep. 
if you weren't motivated, you would have stopped after the first okay. one or two people you spoke to. Yeah. But you kept going until you found the one that can help you. Yep. That's motivation. That's yeah. motivation right there. Yeah. Um, because you're motivated, you want to do something, something, and then you want so you need to go and find the right person to help you. Yeah. And you did that through motivation. And and you know what, Martin? Like yourself, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. All right. Yep. yep. Uh every, you know, I've had people say to me, you know, I love when people say this, they'll be the first to say, Well, you know, um you've been doing it for X number of years now, you know, you should be making ten grand a year. Well, how do you know how much I should be making? Um, have you ever owned a business? No. But they're the same ones down the road, and I wouldn't be nasty to them because I'm not like that with people. Not unless you really push. I knew you could make it. I knew you'd do it. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. And you know what? I I would just say thank you and walk away because at that point, you don't need any of that little mentality around you. That's not what, what I'm trying to tell you, folks, is look at upstream, you know, look up the rungs of the ladder, get around people that are better than you, get around people that are your peers. You're never going to learn if you're just going to stay the same. You can learn so much from people that have been in so many different places. I read this thing, I'll give it right back to Martin, is this. I read by an author one time, it was very interesting, because it was all based off Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, the most classic book ever written. Uh, More millionaires have been made off that book than any book in existence. Earl Nightingale, obviously, was the king of it all. He started it. His stuff is incredible, too. Um, I can remember reading that stuff. And, you know, you would think and say, yeah, well, how is that so? And this and that. And you put together these blueprints, these plans, these ideas. And, you know, as I said before, you don't have to be rude to people. But, you know, if you don't feel that they're helping, helping, helping you, excel in your life and all they are is like the dark cloud as i say it you got to learn to go the other direction if you're really serious but what this gentleman said was this this is the power of vibration what you're giving off there was a, a place he worked he was an it guy and the building next door i don't know what it was but he used to see this yellow lamborghini out there every day So one day he's leaving about mid-afternoon, and the gentleman's in the car. So he said, I I have to meet whoever this is. He approached the car, and the gentleman owned the company. Very successful at the time. I think this was like 10 years ago. He said the car was probably worth $350,000. You know, we're not talking chump change here. And he started talking to this guy. And he said immediately when this guy started speaking to me, Everything started changing in me. He said, I started thinking about creating things more, what I wanted to do. And he said it was one of the greatest talks he ever had with any human being. And he said he saw him now and then. They'd speak again. This is what I'm trying to tell you. And I can't speak for Martin, but you get the name. Strength. A life-changing adventure. Did you ever get around somebody that was like that? Have you ever had the honor of that? I have. And I hope I give that off to everyone when you listen to Eminem. When you get around that type of energy, it takes you and pulls you right in. 
and suddenly life feels much better and you want to create and you want to go out and do great things and you want to go offer solutions to the world and you want to make the money you want and you want to live where you want. You know what it all is called? Freedom, folks. Freedom. Money, creativity, good friends, wherever you want to hang your hat is all freedom. And when you can get to that point, my God, you've just captured the essence of life. You've got it. It's all yours, brother. Um, well, we could go back to uh, what you're saying about someone saying about you're in your 40s, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Uh, that's a load of rubbish. Age is it is what it is. It's just a number. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm 40 now. Uh, I've, got, uh, I've got goals to hit before I hit the time between now and 50. Yeah. Um, if I don't hit them goals, I'll keep going. Yep. And I don't believe that I have peaked yet. I don't think I'm anywhere near peaking. No. And my strength, uh, I think maybe time I hit 45, I might have, I might be peaking then. Uh, but I'll just keep going, keep going. And then, um, I mean, my big goal is to shoulder a 200-kilogram natural stone. Whoa. Yeah. give myself until I'm 45 to do it. Yep. So, um it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, you can do something. You don't have to go and shoulder a 200 kilogram stone when you're 45, but just hit the weight room. Do something, you know? Yeah. Uh, then I get that, Ken, whoever it is that said that, get that 40 thing out of your mind. You know, it's just a number. I mean, look at Odd Hogan. Yeah. He's uh, 69 and he's still going strong. He's, he's still up for breaking world records yep. if he gets a chance. Uh, he's still, you know, he's still martial wrestling. Um, he's no, he, I mean, he's still breaking uh, world records with the, when he's grip strength. Um, he was in the world's strongest man, joint mm-hmm. uh, live and stuff when he's fifties. Um, so I mean, and he was he was lifting weights and up when he was like ten year old when he yeah. started. Yep. So he'd done it all his life, and he's and let's like say he's sixty nine. He's still going strong. Uh, so age is just a it's just a number. It doesn't mean anything. Nope. If you want to get fit and get shape, get strong, do it. Yeah. No matter if you're 50, 60, 70. Well, yeah. And you know what? That all goes to his topic, old strength. You know, uh, old Hagen, we talk, I, I put up a big picture of Carl Norenberg, you know, whether he's benching. I don't know. I want to say he was close to 70 years old. He was still benching 400 pounds. That guy was thick as a brick. He could press overhead. He was a longshore uh, guy. I mean, you're talking some heavy-duty shit working on docks, man. And... This is what it's all about. It's learning to take the resources you have and building them into whatever you want. But, you know, the thing with what Martin's got here, obviously he's got a blueprint for you to read, to digest, and then put it into action the way you see it. And these are things that need to be taught. These need to, these, you know, and my feeling is, well, can you ever hear enough of it? You know, and the whole thing is, no, you can never hear enough of it. You need repetition. The only way you're going to change anything is through repetition. And over and over and over again. When you can do those things, you know, we're talking about guys 70 years old. John McCain is going to be 74 in December. He's been lifting over 60 years. Tell me, I hope I make it 60 years, let me tell you. Because that is a milestone. And that's something to be very proud of. And... Like Martin, myself, John, so many others, just look at the experience we're gaining every day of our life doing this. And there aren't many things, I mean, obviously Martin has done very well professionally 
That was by will. He wanted to do that. Same way with me. But that's will, too. We want to do that. See, nothing's going to just come to you. Martin's not going to drop a stone in your lap and say, lift it, you're all set. You're going to happen. It all comes down to preparation, to what you believe, and you got to have a hell of a framing on what you're doing. And this is the most important thing. Too many of us are walking into a dark hall and getting whacked right over the head with something. You have to learn to research, get a goal, build on that goal, and then succeed. I know we're getting near time, Martin, but what what else? Is there anything else you want to mention in the book while we got five minutes? Yeah. Um, Hit it. Well, when I'm getting a bit on about like getting motivation from the book, uh, I don't want people to like pick up and say, well, I'll have to go and try and be, make a world record now. I'll have to go and try and be better than, better than him or as good as her, as good as him. Yeah. It's all about getting just simply getting motivation from these these great athletes I'm writing about in the book yep. from their life story from their goals and what they, they've achieved what they would like to achieve what they can pass on and just becoming the best version of yourself yep. you don't have to be be them you don't have to do what they've done exactly you don't have to try and beat their records or be better than them just try and be the, as good as you can yourself be the best version of yourself Right. but as long as you put in the hard work you can get and you can get the motivation to do that, then you will become the best version that you possibly can be mm-hmm. for yourself, mm-hmm. your family, your loved ones, everyone, mm-hmm. uh, even in your work colleagues, everything. If you can become a better version of yourself through being being fit and in shape, being strong, um, and ignore what anyone else kind of lifts in the gym or what they can lift on a stone or, or anything like that, you lift what you can do and you just try and progress. Yeah. If you can just and say you're lifting like 100 kilos in the deadlift yeah. and someone else come in and lift 300 kilos, it doesn't matter. Nope. It's just what you can do. But as long as you, as long as long that is like your max or it's near your max weight, then every, and every few weeks you can add on even a kilo, two kilos, three kilos, then keep doing that. It doesn't matter what Joe Bloggs lifts. It's yeah. all about what you can do. Yep. So the book is just about getting motivation to be the best version of yourself you possibly can be. And that version is going to help you get through your life better and make any life's big problems into a little problem and take a step back, think about them, deal with everything better because you are a better person, you are happier, uh, you feel more confident, you've got more motivation about you, um, you've got a better spirit, you can just handle things better Yeah. through being strong. Well, I, th- so I think it. too what you said, what I'm reading more than anything is it's the whole mental idea i mean i think more than ever it's your self-talk and how you see yourself and most people in today's world have a very bad outlook about who they are and that's unfortunate because that's from listening to other people's opinions people telling you you can't do it and obviously we see all the stuff with the social media these kids are you know some of the kids are committing suicide off this stuff all that what I'm gathering from everything I've heard and discussed with Martin today is, is one is one or two big things. Number one is you have to be the best version of you. Not Don't worry about anybody else. There's nothing wrong with admiring Martin who just shouldered a 200-kilo stone. That's great. That might give you some incentive if that's what you want to do. But if all you want to do is, say, walk with a 75-kilo stone for – 
I don't know, 100 feet, 50 feet, and back, go for it, okay? That's what you want to do. And maybe you're going to be the best one who can walk that out of the whole damn world. And then secondly, the biggest thing is, I think, too, is you have to go out and really make define yourself. And stuff, when you read this book, obviously, strength cures an awful lot of ills. We've seen people come back from the dead almost from strength. But strength is even more than that. Strength is the ability to go out like Martin did and help people. Give them something that they can read and reread and reread and digest and put it into action. That's the most important thing, folks. You can read and listen till your eyeballs and your ears fall off you. But if you're not going to put things into action, then you're going to have a hell of a problem attaining whatever you want. I feel that with this book, it's going to give you the kick in the pants probably most people need. As they say, you know, you get a nice mule kick. If that's what you need, that's even better. The main thing is this. Go out and be the best version of yourself. Period. Hands down. It's all yours. Martin, summarize anything you want. Give out all your info. I'll give mine and hang on the line if you would, please. Yes. Uh, okay. Before we uh, before we finish up, I'd yeah. just like to touch on something you just said there. Yeah. Uh, about, you know, people saying things with social media to kids and yep. especially, I know, I've read of kids have had it so bad through social media, through yep. We were once a friend, we were bullies and stuff. They've took their own lives, and you know, it just it breaks your heart. Yeah, totally. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, when I read a story like that, I do share a tear, and it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, especially when you've got kids of your own, or you've got nieces and nephews, and that. Yes, sir. Um, even now, speaking about it, you know, I'm, I'm, I can feel myself self kind of whittling up because it's a it's a really bad subject. It is. Um, it's but, terrible. But I would like, I would like to um, maybe. If these kids feel like that, um, I don't know. I, I would love for maybe strength to be able to change that for them. Yes. You know, so I can remember when I was powerlifting, and then the first time I, I squatted a 200 kilogram on my back. Yep. Um, and then I felt like I felt like well, I don't care what these says to me anymore because I've just squatted 200 kilos and I'm I'm happy. I'm delighted. <laughs> yep. I can deal. Like, I can deal with anything. Yep. Um. So I would love for kids are to get more involved in getting strong going to the gym and being that better version of themselves and that so that they could ignore people like that yeah that are putting them down or stuff and say well i don't care what you say because i've just done this and my future goal for the next couple of years is to do this yep i agree but whenever, whenever they make a goal um make like what I I tend to do make a big goal like a 200 kilogram stone on my shoulder yeah that's I might not get it until like 44 45 yep could be 4 or 5 years away yet but then so make a big goal to to aim towards yeah but you make little goals in between that time yep you know, to older like uh, you know the 150 160 170 175 blah 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 right up to 200 yep um, so you make, you make the small goals but it helps if you make a big goal that you're looking for the next couple, like maybe two to three years. Yep. And then you ignore, try to ignore it, what anyone says because you because th- you're just concentrating and getting drunk. So I would love for kids to be able to start for our kids to read this book as well. Yeah. Uh, teenage and and kind of get the motivation 
to go and get into get into some sort of strength sport or just hit the gym or just start lifting stones or um, and then being able to ignore what some idiot says to them through yeah. social media. Yeah. Um just get on and just kinda put that to one side and just get on with their life and have their goal and think, right, that's what I'm going towards and I don't care what you say. I agree. Uh as I was gonna say before you and I and so many others here, in my opinion, are the guardians at the gate. We might not be able to be there with you physically all the time, or maybe never, but we are there standing invisible, believe me. That's my feeling right there. Because there's people out there that need their our protection. Our, we are the protectors. We are the warriors, in my opinion. This stuff doesn't come out of the show for no reason, and your books and all that don't come out of your hand, your fingers, through your typewriter or your laptop or whatever by accident either. We're put here well, for like a reason. Go ahead. Sorry, Eric. It's, like you, it's like you were saying, sorry, um, how your show is – I love your show. You know, It's it's like you said, you, you've took everyone together. You yep. brought us all together yep. in one location so we can put out this information. Yep. And, and, and if there is anyone out there uh, – it does feel stuff on like social media or anything like that, or uh, who would like to try and find motivation through strength. Yep, I'm I'm more than willing to speak to anyone about it if they want I'm to talk to me. Like, yeah. Look, yeah. Martin. The thing is, we've been very fortunate, and I hope our fortunes last for another five decades at least. And I look at it now more than ever. There is going to come a time, like you said too. We're not going to be lifting 200 kilo stones anymore, or we're not going to be squatting, you know, seven, 800 pounds anymore, or pulling and all that. Yep, we'll still be lifting heavy. We'll have to go as far as we can, and believe me, I will, no matter what, even if I go down. But we got something even better here. We've got the ability to take all of our experiences, and as you have done, put into a book on your websites same thing here we've got so much material we could put out that would help so many people and we will do it but it's like everything you and i and everybody are growing here and you can only do so much financially at one pop and that's the big constraint right now here is raising more and more capital to do the things we do now i want to make this clear to everybody this isn't crying anything here I am just being honest because I'm going to tell you, just like Napoleon Hill said in Think and Grow Rich, it's similar to what's going on here. He didn't see anything for over five years. And suddenly the dam broke. And the money came in at such a rate, he said, where have you been for the last five and a half years? I hope this happens with Martin, myself, and so many other people because we work damn hard and we are a community here. We want you to join. That's why the Etched in Stone is growing and Etched in Stone for kids. We want you to come in here. When you hear Martin and I talking about it, when his book's out, we'll go right through the book next year. This is really, really important stuff. So as Martin said, I've said for years, I don't care if you lift a 100-pound stone or a 500-pound stone. You're welcome here. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Why? Because those guys that are lifting 400, 300, 500 pound stones were lifting 100 pound stones at one time. And don't think they weren't. Okay? We all have to learn. We all have to learn. We all have to get beaten up and come back for another day. That's what makes us all champions here and winners. Unstoppable. That's what it's all about. Martin, anything else, brother? 
No, that's it. Just uh, like I was saying, it doesn't matter what you can lift. As long as yep. you're putting the work and the hard work and dedication, then you'll always be welcome. Hell yeah, man. Um, Give out all your websites, uh, anything like that. I'll give my information. Just hang on and we'll sign off, brother. Okay, yeah. Um, just uh, the same from before. It's just uh, I've got my own personal Facebook page, Martin Jancers. I've got my Instagram page, Martin Jancers. Uh, it's called Under the Stone Man, and um, the Historic Stone Lifting Facebook page. Uh, you can con- feel free to contact me through any of these uh, social media places, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. If you do, okay, that sounds good. This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio, twenty four seven. If there's a show you like Martin and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.rr.com. Don't forget to go out to Fiorello Barbell Co. Check out our blog. Check out my one product there. Um, contribute to FBC and M&M. Obviously, invest. It's very, very important. Also, too, don't forget to go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Martin and I have done. This show will be up at the latest Tuesday, but I'm going to do my damnedest to have it up Monday. I've got to get Stevie's show up tomorrow morning, and there's a lot of stuff going on. But, you know, priorities, too, are all over the place, and we'll get these done because they're so vital to everybody. Um don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. As everybody knows, it goes to my MailChimp account, and you know how I am with content. You're going to get loads of it. Also, another way to come in here and invest in something worthwhile is through advertising. The shows are growing and downloading at a wild rate now. I can't wait to see what this show does. So I believe the last show I did with Martin was like, I don't know. It was like 13, 14, or 1,500 downloads, which is gigantic. All right? We're looking, we want to get at least 5,000 per show. That's what we're working at. That's why I tell people, send them to your friends. Let your kids listen to it. We've tried to really clean up language, not that we were bad to begin with. But, you know, when you're in the heat of battle, sometimes it goes off. That's the way it is. But, uh, and I know people say, well, they've heard it. Well, that's okay if they've heard it, but I don't want them hearing it from us. Okay, we're leaders, man. We're leaders. And you don't have to talk like a sewer mouth to get your point across. And I know a lot of people that do these podcasts talk that way. Um, That's not happening here. And if you do it, you won't be with us. That's that is not intelligence. I understand. Like I said, we get heated. I'm okay with that. But every other word out of my mouth is not going to be F-U-C-K like I've heard some people. That shows no class. And I'm not doing that for kids. I don't need, they don't need to hear that from me, period. Also, too, um, don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Strength, Real Men, Real Power. Um, if someone's, no, we'll do this first. You can get us on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We're on Spotify, uh, Google uh, Podcast. We're also in on AHA Directory, which is pronounced AHA. Um, if you own a car, you can get M&M in your car 24-7. Also, if uh, someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words of wisdom, thought, kindness. We talked all about that today. Strength comes in so many packages. As my mom said when we were kids, she still says it to us, never be afraid to say hello to someone 
or give them a smile for the day. You don't know what people are dealing with, and there's an awful lot of that, unfortunately, now. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. We always tell Paul Thor that's for him. Paul's going to be on with us next year. I can't wait to get him on here. He's a great guy, man. And he, um, I don't know which way it went, but it was either through me or through Charlie Oliphant how we uh, were all introduced. And uh, great guy. Kind of people you want in here. Real character like Martin and Charlie and so many people here. This is what we are. So we'll just keep rolling. Um Let's see, the great Hoosa Steel Crusher Stone says in blood red domination, we're domination, we clear cut the path, we don't follow anyone's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls, and as Russell Fur says, since I've been listening to your show from day one, there's testosterone dripping through my speakers, it's more like a tidal wave, brother, higher and wider every day. I talked about Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever. We lost him this year, four years in August to cancer. I miss him to death, believe me. He would walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Say that to yourself on your best and worst day. You will put a grin from ear to ear, I promise. Um... Let's see, uh, be a steward of strength, don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by, tell a hundred or more or a million of your friends or whomever, we're not going to kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Join Etched in Stone, join Etched in Stone for kids, go out to the FiorellaBarbellCo.com blog, products, also go out to MotivationAndMuscle.com, go out, there's over 1,200 podcasts already out there. And I've slowed down because of having to work outside. But you talk about momentum. You talk about pushing it right to the floor. You got yours truly here. You can learn an awful lot from us guys and gals here, believe me, if you really want to. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And before I sign off with Martin, you're all winners. You're all champions. You're all unstoppable. And you're all geniuses. And if people aren't telling you those things and all you do is have put-down artists, time to cut the cord, no matter how painful it is, because you're never going to get anywhere if that's your circle of friends. So really think about it. And one more thing, the world is asking something from you. It's up to you to go out and do something because it will come back to you tenfold. Martin, smoke and show. We haven't lost a beat or a step talking with one another. Welcome back, obviously. And I look forward to 2020. We're going to do some big things. So it's an honor, and thank you for being on, my friend. Thank you, Eric. It's always a pleasure. And uh, I look forward to doing a few more uh, next year. You got it. All right. So for Martin Janzik, this is Eric Fiorello. Look for the show either Monday or Tuesday, and we'll get Martin back, and we'll uh, – Well, we'll kick the airwaves right in the behind, as I say. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.